0: Hello and welcome to Senior Care Live. I'm Steve Keeker, President of Senior Care Consulting. Thanks so much for being here today. I appreciate you. And look, I've mentioned this before. You, the listeners, have made Senior Care Live the number one listened to, the most listened to AM talk radio show on the weekends, and I could not be more proud of that. And you know what? There are lots of ways that you can listen to the program. You may be listening to it on the radio, which is what I prefer to do. You could stream it online. I've definitely, uh, uh, streamed, uh, uh, different programs online as well. And I'll tell you how to do that here in just a little bit. Uh, and you may be listening to a podcast after the fact, uh, and a lot of people will do that. So any way you choose to listen, again, thanks so much for tuning in uh, and being here today. I just can't tell you how much I appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. You can always reach us on our toll-free number at any time. That's 1-800-331-6445. Again, one 1-800- 800 331 6445. You can also visit online uh Senior Care Live, L I V E SeniorCareLive.com. And if you do listen online, uh be sure to uh, you know, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, get connected socially. We do a lot of communications through uh social media and uh so if you do that, you won't miss a single thing. All right. Just going to cover several several topics today, uh, but uh, just to get the program kicked off here, just want to mention that November is kind of a busy month as far as healthcare recognition months. There's usually something going on every month, and uh, November is kind of the big time trifecta, if you will. So November is at National Hospice Month. It's also National Alzheimer's Month and National caregivers month and as you know if you've listened to this program for any length of time at all you know that we talk about all three of these groups in these uh in uh, these issues just constantly throughout the year. So, uh, National Hospice Month, uh, every month we have our friends from Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care on the program to talk about something that's hospice related. Uh, and, uh, they just do such a fantastic job and uh, always enjoy having uh, David Wiley and all the good folks from uh, Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care here on the program do a lot of education uh, with them in these quarterly continuing education events, et cetera. Uh, and then there's National Alzheimer's Awareness Month and we've covered all the statistics and we will continue doing that. We talk about Alzheimer's care uh, prevention. We talk about treatment and, um, it's, it is just such a, such a pervasive, disease, and it is starting to overcome all of the disease categories as, uh, as the most important one in the, uh, in, and the one that's m- the most people are suffering from. It's just absolutely terrible. I remain optimistic that in my lifetime, in the next 20, 30 years that, and I think sooner than that, uh, I think some really, really smart people like Dr. Jeffrey Burns, KU Alzheimer's disease center. And there are a lot of others throughout our country and around the world working on this. I think they're going to get this solved. I, I really do. I think they're going to, I think they're going to get this taken care of, uh, not there yet, but getting there. So Alzheimer's uh, disease, such an important issue. Uh, and, um, an important subject and topic. And we talk about National Caregivers Month, and we do talk about caring for the caregiver. It's one of our core categories here on the program. And uh, the the unpaid family and friend caregivers in our nation—you uh, are the unsung heroes. Your efforts are worth literally billions and billions of dollars every year, uh, but you're not paid. You're doing this because. You love this person so much and you're providing care for them, minimal care, maximum care, everything in between. It's costing you money. It's costing you your health. It's costing you uh, many times hours at work or changing jobs, cutting back on your hours, uh, et cetera, maybe even fully retiring to take care of someone uh, who needs help. So for the, for the caregivers, I salute you and we will continue talking about hospice and Alzheimer's and, and caring for the caregivers on this program for as long as this program's on the air, which hopefully is going to be a whole lot longer, right? So we just celebrated our, our, our fifth anniversary back in July and, and I think we have a whole lot of anniversaries to go with us here. So let's, uh, shift gears here. Talk about Medicare open enrollment. I had reached out to some Medicare specialists, and they're all so busy right now, I, I couldn't get a one of them on the program, which is okay. Uh, they're super, super busy helping people, helping their clients, answering their questions, making changes, maybe not making changes. But just to let you know, we've touched on this before, but Medicare Open Enrollment, we're coming, we're not at the end yet, but we're getting there. So every year, Medicare Open Enrollment is from October the 15th, and the last day, it ends on December the 7th. So we are getting there. Don't be one of those people that puts this off and puts it off and puts it off until about December the 5th or 6th. <laughs> Don't be that person. Real Seriously, if you're thinking that you need to review your coverage, maybe make some changes or maybe not, reach out to a Medicare specialist just absolutely right away. Uh, They may be already booked. They may not have any room in their schedule to see you already. I mean, they are just swamped. I've talked to several Medicare specialists who are literally talking to people and working with people from 7 a.m. to about 8 p.m. every single day, not even taking a Sunday off. So uh, because it's just such a crunch here, it's just such a limited period of time. So what happens is if you make changes somewhere between October the 15th and December the 7th, those changes will take place and take effective January the 1st of that following year. So what happens if you put it off and put it off and you just can't get in to see a Medicare specialist well, the worst thing that happens is you're just you are stuck with whatever coverage you have for another year. It's not like you're going to lose anything. You just can't make a change because you're outside of that open enrollment window. So, do not I guess my message here is just don't put it off, seriously. Jump <laughs> jump in there, make the appointment, get in there, talk to a Medicare specialist and see what they have to say and either make your changes or not, but please don't put it off um, because you you may not even be able to see anyone. They may not have room for you in the schedule. So a quick Medicare review, and again, uh, I'm just going to touch on the basics here. A Medicare specialist could go a lot more in-depth, uh for us but medicare a is your major medical you know hospitalization everyone gets this uh medicare part a on at uh, at uh, age 65 and there are some other there's some other things uh someone could be a lot younger than that and disabled uh, and after they've been disabled for a period of time then they're going to they're going to be given uh medicare as their primary health insurance they may get medicaid as well but but for the for the vast majority of people when you're when you turn 65 you get medicare part a it's the other letters that cause some confusion <laughs> and, and it can get a little bit complicated. I'm going to try to make this super simple for you today uh, but Medicare Part B is optional. I don't think it should be optional, but it is optional so what is Medicare Part B Part B pays for your doctor's visits your labs x-rays, and other services so that I mean that's super important that's huge uh, but here's kind of the catch with Part B it only pays. Eighty percent of of the uh, of the allowables here, and so you you go to the doctor's office. I mean, you could get an MRI or a CAT scan, you know, X rays, blood draw, and lab work. Uh, it also helps pay for medical equipment and supplies, and uh, uh, and some other things home. Uh, anyway, I'm I'm not going to get too too detailed here, but it pays eighty percent of all of that. So who pays the other twenty percent? which could be thousands and thousands of dollars, well, that's you. Unless you buy what's called a Medicare supplement policy. The Medicare supplement supplements Part B, so it pays the other 20%. And the two primary supplements would be Part F and Part G. And I'm I'm, I'm going to break those down uh, today. But that'll pay the other 20%. Then that way you are covered. Medicare Part D is, this one's easy. This is your drug coverage. Uh, So D for drug, just remember that. It's easy. Uh, It'll help pay for your medications. And then Part C gets really, really complicated. Part C is the same thing as a Medicare Advantage plan. And that's offered by a private company. You have Humana, uh, you know, Gold, Gold Plus. You have Coventry, Advantra. Blue Cross has one. There, there are several different types of policies around here in the listening area. But the Advantage plan kind of rolls everything into one. Most of them do. And uh, the premiums are lower, uh, but there are some catches. You have some co-pays. Uh, they don't pay nearly as much for rehab in a nursing home, post-hospitalization, uh, if you should happen to need that. So if you're younger and you're in pretty good health, they're really a good deal. But as you get older and you start using a lot more health care, I really think they fall down, uh, in my humble opinion, uh, versus the Medicare, the traditional A, B, and then the supplement and the Part D. The catch is all of that is more expensive. So uh, cost savings is a big driver for that Medicare Advantage plan. All right, let's throw in a little Senior Care Live question of the week. Speaking of Medicare, the only time you can change your Medicare policy is during open enrollment. Is that statement true or false? I'll have the answer for you right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by one 800 331 I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, call our toll-free number at any time. That's one 800 Again, 1-800-331-6445. And don't forget, you can stream this program to any electronic device. It is so simple to do. Go to seniorcarelive.com. You can click on the big microphone right there on the homepage or click on the listen live button. Just give it a few seconds to connect and then it'll start flowing or streaming to your Your phone, your tablet, your laptop, your PC, whatever you have. It really is that simple. And again, lots and lots of people do that each and every week. All right, let's get back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. The only time you can change your Medicare policy is during open enrollment, which again I've mentioned was October 15th through December the 7th. Is the statement true or false? And the answer is It is false. We should have the wah what we should have we should have the the uh that sound effect there. Uh, that one is false. There are some look there's there are exceptions just about for everything, right? Uh so there is uh a, a, the big exception that I work with with my business the senior care consulting helping families and individuals find the right senior care community fitting their exact needs uh, is when we have an elderly individual or maybe a couple living at home, and then they move to, let's say, they move to uh, long-term care or a nursing home. Once they move there, that is one of those exceptions from every policy that I've. I can't say that every single policy uh will honor that exception but the ones that i've seen and they're all the major ones uh that that you see here made available in our listing area uh, all of them have allowed this so the person is living at home and it's a is a residential address now their address for their new home is and the address of an institution that triggers one of the exceptions, there are a lot of other exceptions as well, but you move to the nursing home and you say, you know what, this Advantage plan, just for example, uh, really, again, really falls down. Does it provide nearly as much uh, rehab days and, and some other things as costing me? I'm using a lot of health care now, and it's costing me a lot of deductibles, and uh, et cetera, co et cetera. I want to just flip back to traditional Medicare, A I want to add B. I want to add a policy, and I want—excuse me—I want to add a supplemental policy, and I want to add a Part D. You can do that uh, from uh, from every every one of them that I have seen, and that that is one of the exceptions. And so, and I followed my clients through this and helped them with this. They had to contact the company, make this notification and all the company needed was proof that you did change your address. So there's a letter, a brief letter written by the facility on their letterhead saying that Mr. Jones or Mrs. Smith uh, now resides here and resides here on a full-time basis. This is considered their new home and their new home address. And then so you have proof that you moved from your residential address to your institutional address, and boom, that is uh, one of the things that you could do to change your Medicare policy outside of that annual open enrollment period. All right, and I think I mentioned this last week or maybe the week before. I'm going to do a brief review of this, and then I'm going to move on uh, to kind of the next step, so I mentioned uh, very recently that there's a seasonal demand for all senior care communities and actually all senior care services. This would include home care uh, as another, you know, major uh, uh, service that that experiences this seasonal demand and some changes. So first of all, it's like an upside down bell curve. So instead of the bell going up, the bell goes down. However, this bell is very shallow because there is always a demand, always, 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 every single day, every minute of every day, there's the demand for home care services or senior, all the different levels of senior care communities. But it would drop down to its trough in the summertime. So just think of this as looking like kind of like more like a cereal bowl, if you will. So the lowest demand. Would be from June, July, and August. June through August, kind of the heat of the uh, of the summer. So again, there's always a demand, but it's a little bit less then. And then what happens as you move toward the end of the year is then that demand starts to increase. So follow that cereal bowl up to the edge, and it's and it's increasing. Then something happens at the end of the year. You have getting ready to have Thanksgiving. That's my second favorite holiday of the whole year. My favorite is Christmas, uh, but I just love this whole time of year, gathering with family and all the food, just all, all the fun stuff. I just absolutely love it. It's just a, a beautiful time of the year, uh and I it's it's my it's it's got to be my favorite. But uh so what happens is, you know, families get together over Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, you have some other holidays in there and everyone gets together. And then you may notice that your elderly loved one it's really slipped and you're like, oh my goodness, I, I had no idea. And you had, kind of have this newly realized Situation of oh my gosh, I don't know if it's going to be safe here for them to live here very much longer and then families get together and talk about what they want to do maybe bring in home care services or maybe uh, move to you know assisted living or long-term care or memory care or all of the above and a continuing care retirement community but families get together and talk and then they say after the holidays let's go out and let's look at some assisted living facilities let's uh, uh let's let's pick one for mom or dad. And then that way they'll be safe and they'll get a lot of care and everything that they need. And so this, all of this happens around the holidays at the end of the year. And then come January, January and February are the two highest demand. That's your peak demand happens every single year. And what happens in January and February, just naturally, there's just more illness. You have the flu. Usually there's an epidemic level for a couple of two or three weeks in there. Sometimes the hospitals are full and turning people away. I mean, it's bad. You have pneumonia. You have people falling on the ice and breaking hips, and just all heck breaks loose. If you take that natural increase in illness and add it to that newly realized, pent-up, delayed demand from the holidays, and boom, you have thousands and thousands of families entering the market Looking at their options, making selections, putting a deposit check down, getting their name on a wait list happens every single year. And then between January or January February is the peak demand, and then the demand declines into those lowest uh, lowest demand summer months. Happens every single year. So if you think that you're going to need to identify some options uh, of care facilities, and you need some help. You want some help with that? While your family's in town, let's get together. I would encourage you to reach out to Senior Care Consulting at 913-945-2800, 913-945-2800, and uh, let's, let's get together and talk about it. We offer a free consultation. We'll let you know what we can do. We'll present the flat fee for services at different levels of engagement, uh, but I, I promise you we can help you if you want the help. We can get you in before that peak. Uh, Demand, and we could definitely help you. We're going to have a whole lot more right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, call our toll-free number at any time. That's 1-800-331-6445. Again, 1-800-331-6445. Don't forget if you ever miss an episode of Senior Care Live, you know, maybe you want to share the program with someone. Maybe you say, Oh, wow. Listen, I heard some, some really good information and uh, I want to share that with a family or friend. Maybe you just want to go back and listen to it again. There's no worries at all. Just go to seniorcarelive.com. Check out the podcast tab. And the podcast will have all of the previously aired episodes. They're in chronological order. You can read uh, just a quick, uh, you know, couple of sentences about the program to let you know what the topic is. Click play. And again, give it a few seconds to connect. It'll start streaming to your electronic device and lots and lots of people do that. So feel free to uh, use that feature. All right. So we've talked about Medicare we've talked about the seasonal demand for all types of senior care so we're we're heading into it and you know here with senior care consulting we're working with a lot of families right now and they don't need to move right away but they understand that the best places today may have a waiting list. And guess what? A lot of places, and I mean a lot of places, have a waiting list literally right now. And so we're getting out ahead of this peak demand. We're doing our homework. We're vetting all of our options. We're going on tours. Uh, I conduct a performance audit at each place. I ask a lot of questions most people would not know to ask put together a report that has a wealth of information so that the families can blend that subjective gut reaction, got to pay attention to it with objective verified data driven information to make the very best decision for their elderly loved ones where I'm working with a lot of people delivering our full service placement program and we are getting out, we're getting take, We're taking care of this. We're taking care of business. We are ahead of the curve. I'm working with a lot of families right now, and they don't need to move until the springtime. Some of them maybe even the summer. But they know that the best places have waiting lists. Uh, some places have up to a two-year-long waiting list, and I am not exaggerating that. I know another place that has a year, year-and-a-half wait list. These places are good. There's a wait list for a reason. So if you want to get out and get ahead of the curve, now is the time to go out, and do our homework, and here's what I like to say: It's I, I'd rather have my name to be third on the list than to wait till after the first of the year. We got a peak demand. You're you're competing with literally thousands of other people, and if you put that off too long, your name might be twenty third. On the wait list. And again, not exaggerating, not at all. So again, if you, if you're interested in that, if that caught your ear and you're like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. Let's get some professional help. Let's do this right. Let's save a lot of time and let's, let's get our, our selection right with some help from senior care consulting. Uh, Give us a call at any time, 913-945-2800, 913-945-2800. So Steve, we're not sure. We're not sure if it's time to move. When, when should we consider moving from our home to a senior care community? Well, guess what? That's the number one question that I've been asked over all of these years. That's the number one question. Again, you know, sometimes it's pretty black and white. Sometimes it's pretty obvious. Most of the time it is not as obvious. Sometimes it's pretty gray. Let me review, I think that there are four things that should trigger that conversation. And again, around the holidays, you have a lot of families meeting, getting together. This is the time to have these conversations. So I think the following things should trigger the conversation of when you should consider moving from your home to a senior care community. Number one, when it is no longer safe to live at home. This could be... Uh, falling victim to financial abuse, uh, leaving the stovetop burners on. Gosh, I that's one of the most common things that I've heard about. It's also pretty easy to solve, but you don't know it's a problem until they've done it at least once, <laughs> right? And that could be a real dangerous situation. I, I had this has been several years ago. I had one of my clients. Her mom had left the stovetop burner on. She lived in in uh, uh, her mom lived with uh, her her daughter the client that I worked with. So her daughter and her, um, and her daughter's, you know, husband and their their children. So they moved mom in and everyone was gone and her daughter came home to the house. She opened the door to smell an overwhelming smell of natural gas and mom was in the house. She freaked out. She goes running in and Fortunately, the stovetop burner did not light. If it would have lit uh, it would the I mean literally the whole house would have blown up. She turned it on, she tried to light it. It wouldn't light, but the natural gas was going. and I mean if she would have lit a match, if there would have been a spark, anything could have triggered this thing. So she goes running around, she got her mom out of the house, she had, she opened up all the windows, she turned off the gas, aired the thing out. But that was her wake-up moment of, "Oh my gosh. Yeah, we need 24-hour care for mom. It is no longer safe to be here." Uh wandering away and can't find your way back home, uh, again th- that would be more of a of a uh, memory loss issue, cognitive issue, uh dementia, Alzheimer's could be other issues that are related to cognitive impairment but uh, that's what would trigger a silver alert i'm seeing more and more silver alerts by the way it's becoming a major issue that's a safety issue wandering away and can't finding your way back home not taking your medications properly maybe not taking them at all maybe taking two doses at in one setting uh, that's a major safety issue but not as apparent as like the stovetop burner situation uh, frequent injuries at home, frequent falls, frequent hospitalizations. We've had mom in the hospital three times in the last two months. Well, that that's becoming a, a major issue. So when it's no longer to, to be safe and live safely in the home, that should trigger the conversation. Number two, and I would call this a very close second. When the caregiver, listen, listen carefully. A lot of people don't want to hear this. When the caregiver's health and well-being begins to decline, that should definitely trigger the conversation of considering moving from your home to a senior care community. So what are we talking about health? Well, I like to think of that as in four parts. Your mental health, your emotional health, spiritual health, and, of course, your physical health. Stress is a very, very powerful force. Without getting into all sorts of gory details, I mean, I've been operating senior care consulting for 16 years. I've seen a lot. Many times I have seen the caregiver, the hands-on care provider. And we're talking about a spouse caring for a spouse, although it could be an adult child caring for a parent. But the worst one is the spouse caring for a spouse. The caregiving spouse... They love this person so much, they put all of their personal needs, their own needs on the back burner. They skip doctor's appointments. They don't eat properly. They don't get enough sleep. They're under a tremendous amount of stress. They put the other person first, first to their to their own detriment. I have seen so many times the caregiver passes away before the person they're caring for. Now, guess what you've done? You've completely defeated the purpose. You're not here to care for this person that you love so much. So when the caregiver's health and well-being begins to decline, that should absolutely trigger a conversation. So if you see that your mom is caring for your dad and mom's not doing too well, or vice versa, you better start having that conversation. You better get her some help. Otherwise, you could lose her before you lose your dad, or again, vice versa. Super, super important. Number three, when the cost of in-home care uh, begins uh, uh, becomes too expensive, I, I'm a huge, huge fan, huge proponent of home care. But if the need rises to the level of 24 hours a day, it can be very expensive, and maybe it's just not affordable. It can be 12 to 15, 16 thousand dollars a month, and it, when it rises to 24 hour. Care, if it's not affordable, that should trigger the conversation. Last but not least, when the care that you provide is just not enough, why not considering changing your role from being the caregiver, right, the hands-on caregiver, to the care manager or the care advocate, meaning let's get together, let's find the best fit that we'll find a great place for your loved one, and then your role will transition. To managing the care and making sure that your loved one gets everything they need. If you need help finding the best fit regarding finding a senior care community, contact Senior Care Consulting today at 913-945-2800. 913-945-2800. You could also go online. It's SeniorCareConsulting.com. I'm going to have more right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, call our toll-free number at any time. That's 1-800-331-6445. Again, 1-800-331-6445. All right, so we talked about uh, what... Some of the things that should trigger that conversation, you know, again, the the number one question I've been asked over the last 16 years, when do you move? When's the right time to move? We don't really want to move too soon. We definitely don't want to wait too late. So, again, those four things should trigger that conversation. And, again, it's the perfect time over the holidays if there are concerns you need to be talking about this. And then making some decisions. Maybe your decision is, "Hey, let's stay in the home. Let's bring in uh, uh, home care services." Uh, I would recommend if you're going to do that, call our friends at Home Care Assistance Kansas City at homecareassistancekc dot com. Uh, but give those guys a call. They are the best, and and that's just all there is to it. Uh, but give give those guys a call, and maybe uh, your elderly loved one would just be in, in in good shape, just having you know a few hours a day of, of assistance. Uh, or maybe you need 24 hour care or something in between, but maybe that's the good fit the perfect fit for you. or maybe it's time to consider moving to one of these senior care communities. And so if you decide that you want to move to a senior care community, there's some things that you absolutely need to determine before you even think about searching. Otherwise, I promise you you are wasting your time. <laughs> I mean, you you just are. You're going to go out. You're going to look at uh, all kinds of places that you don't know much about. You don't know if they really meet your needs. You don't know the price. You don't know if it's the right level of care. So do yourself a huge favor. I'm going to go through this fairly quickly, but I'm going to lay out exactly what you need to determine before ever thinking about beginning your search. All right, so number one, what level of care do you need what level of care is appropriate for your loved one and for their situation? This is something that I provide a lot of education on through a lot of public presentations, and then every time I sit down with a senior care consulting client, uh, we we go through this and we really uh, flesh this out and and uh, and we determine accurately exactly what level of care we need today, and then we uh, we can do a pretty good job predicting what we're going to need down the road. So, Steve, what do you mean by level of care? Okay, well, here here are your options, and there are a few here. So long-term care. Do you need long-term care? A lot of people still know that as uh, what they would call a nursing home. So that's the highest level of care, the medical model. And uh, do you need long-term care slash nursing home? You may need assisted living. Well, what is that? That's a social model that helps you minimally or fully with your activities of daily living. They do. A, they can offer a tremendous amount of support in assisted living, but it's not a medical model. There are some limitations. But do you need assisted living, or do you need something maybe a little bit lighter than that? Residential care—that's like assisted living light, basically—is how I kind of describe that. What if you might be interested in or qualify for or need home plus? Home plus is literally a home that's been converted and remodeled to to. Accommodate anywhere from six or eight individuals to up to maybe 12 individuals. Most of the home plus communities in our, in this listening area focus on Alzheimer's or, or memory care, dementia care. It's a great, great option for a lot of people. Then there's another level of care. You don't see it nearly as often, but, but it's out there and it's a good fit for a lot of people. Intermediate care facility. ICF. So you have long term care slash nursing home, assisted living, residential care, home plus, or an intermediate care facility. So those are your different levels of care that you'll you need to know which one you need before ever even thinking about going out and looking. Then number two, once you have determined your level of care, then you have to determine your type of care. So what type of care do you need within that level of care. Do you need just general care, just everyday general care? Do you need memory care? Does your loved one suffer from Alzheimer's or one of the many forms of dementia, maybe had a, had a stroke, and that caused some some uh, memory-related issues? Parkinson's many times will come along with uh, some of the cognitive impairment as well. A lot of things could ca- cause memory-related issues, and maybe you need memory care. Maybe you need skilled nursing and rehab. That's a very specific type of care. Maybe you need mental health care for your loved one with mental health issues. So you have the levels of care, and you have the type of care, and you have the type of care is offered within that level of care, general care, memory care, skilled nursing and rehab, and mental health care. Sound confusing? Yep, it is. (laughs) This is how I break it down. This is what I do every single day for, for our clients with senior care consulting. We make it, we make this whole thing simple for you. Next, how are you going to pay for all this? It's all really expensive. It's super expensive. It's worth it, but it's, it's expensive. How are you going to pay for it? Private pay. If you hear that term, that means you're paying out of your own pocket, using your own resources. You're writing a check for four or five thousand dollars a month, seven, eight, ten thousand, twelve thousand dollars a month. Depend, that largely depends on the level of care and the type of care that you're receiving. So you have private pay. You have Medicare. Medicare pays very, very specifically that skilled nursing and rehab also pays for hospice benefit, pays for uh, Medicare certified home health visits in your home. And your home could also be an assisted living facility, residential care facility, or home plus. Again, we're getting into a lot of layers now, where it can be very, very difficult and complex to figure it out. Again, at Senior Care Consulting, we roll all of this out for you on a red carpet, and we we really do have a quite the premium service here. Uh, are you going to you lose your use your uh, long term care insurance benefit? Uh, maybe uh, maybe. You're fortunate enough to have long-term care insurance policy, and that's going to help pay for this. Maybe you're a veteran, like we talked about last week with Ron Cherry from the VFW. Ron, again, if you're listening, thanks so much for coming in last week. You are very, very helpful. But the VA aid and attendance benefit, fantastic benefit for qualifying veterans and their surviving spouses. And then what happens if you should outlive your assets? What happens if you don't have any money? But you still need care. There's the Medicaid program that helps pay for your care should you outlive your assets. The number four, uh, location, that's always very, very important. We all want to be as close as we can so we can visit uh, frequently. And uh, that's very, very important. And then last but not least, any personal preferences and needs it could be dietary preferences, vegan, um, you know, all, all, all the different dietary restrictions, well, not all places may, may be able to accommodate that. So uh, that's important. Some of my clients have said uh, we need a piano for mom to play. She's played for 60 years, and it's just part of her DNA at this point. So, pers- And there are a lot of other examples of that, but uh, personal preferences and needs, your location, your payment methods, your type of care, and your level of care. If this is confusing, it is. If you want help with this, I would strongly encourage you to get in before the peak demand of the year. Contact Senior Care Consulting. We will will handle all of this for you, make this a very, very uh, simple process and transition. It's never easy, but we can make it very simple for you. 913-945-2800, 913-945-2800, or online at SeniorCareConsulting.com. All right. Wow, that was fast. Uh, Good luck with uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, May God bless you and your family on this day and always. I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving this week with your family. And as always, I'll see you next week right here on Senior Care Live.